podcast important. Very, very important. Let's go. You're never going to believe this. The science is there. Bugs are real. Yeah, I could probably fight my mom. I'll fight your mom. God damn, this is important. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Podcast Very Important, the only podcast you should be listening to. Every week, we count down the top 10 Number one most important things that you got to know this week. Um, my name is Connor Doyle. With me are my co-hosts, Shane Cooley and Jack Piss. How we doing, boys? Good. High energy. Good. You know, also high energy. I electrocuted myself recently. You know, you did that pep rally before to sort of stoke us up, but it was like four hours long. It took all of my energy. And now I, I feel like we blew our, prematurely blew our wad. Uh, I feel great. That was the perfect warm-up for me. I'm honestly, I'm just now hitting my stride. That's surprising, man. That's surprising, given how electrocuted you are. Yeah, you got electrocuted. Mm. Was that like a crank two situation? Like, did it help? It's still going, man. He Like, just let go of the lamp. Is crank two when you do it twice in one day? I'm not sure what you're talking about. Yeah. In the movie Crank 2, Jason Statham oh, yes. has to electrocute himself to keep his heart going because he's got this like turbo pacemaker. Mm-hmm. So he hooks up jumper cables to his nipples. He fucks his girlfriend on a uh, horse race track and a horse jumps over him and there's a big ding dong. That sounds awesome. Does that, is, does, uh, now do you understand what Shane's saying? Yeah, but my problem is less medical. It's more just like if I listen to too much Bon Jovi. I'm a, I'm bound to do something, something to electrify myself. Something you're gonna regret. Yeah, put my foot in a toaster. Put my, you know what? I never understood Bon Jovi, like the appeal of Mr. Jovi, until Is John Bon Jovi. Yeah, until I was at a party with Connor. It was like a college party, and then a Bon Jovi song came on, and the place lit the hell up. And it ripped. And a dude jumped down the stairs and didn't hurt himself. And everyone was, was stoked. <laughs> See, now you remember. Yeah. That was sick. He was protected by the power of the Holy Trinity. John. He was living on a prayer, on yeah. Jovi. Living on a prayer. On a steel horse he ride, rode. Rid. I think therein lies, lies the power of Bon Jovi songs. Is you don't need to know. You don't need to be a fan. It's like the national anthem. It comes on. You're ready to yeah. stand up and go to war and lay your life down for John Bon Jovi. Am I right, guys? Yeah, you That's don't right, seek it out, but it finds you. Yeah. And the steel horse thing, I, I only recently realized it's a motorcycle. And I guess it's not something I really thought about. I thought it was a metal horse, and I thought that was cool. And he's like, "Isn't that a cool thing?" It's not an it's not an apt comparison. I can say that for a fact because I have. Have you ever tried to feed a motorcycle uh, apples? Alternatively, have you tried to feed a horse gas? I try to avoid horses as much as possible. Uh, Same here. We had a guest on here, and I can't remember. Maybe it was a few guests. They've really got this thing with horses. This mm. sick, nasty mm. thing with horses. They're terrible this whole dirty creatures. boy thing with horses, yeah. I can't remember how... Is Spencer your child, Jack? My 
my boy, my son? Sebastian, you mean. Sorry, Sebastian, yes. Was. Rest in power. Oh. You know how they he say the cow... You know how they say the cow jumped over the moon? More like the horse jumped over the Camry right in front of... Right in the way of an Escalade. Uh, my son got hit by a SUV. A large one. I'm sorry. My condolences, mm. Jack. That's really tough. I, in, I, I should have been like sad and processing the emotion, but I was trying to like calculate the metaphor. It's, it's pretty literal. I'm not good with metaphor. It requires like a certain amount of intelligence and depth of personality that my doctors say I don't have. So uh, that'll be our number 10 this week will be the, the power of Bon Jovi. Uh, just let it, let it into you guys. I was thinking in a way that we could maybe make Bon Jovi more powerful. Um, Bon Jovi and another great two name, uh, band and person, Van Halen existed at the same time, but as far as I know, never teamed up. Everyone knows Van Halen's the most powerful of guitar and Bon Jovi, the most powerful of voice. But there was also a second Van Halen on drum. No one talked about him. Because it sucks. Who cares? Remember the intro to Hot for Teacher? He's fucking drumming on his own chest or something. I don't know how it he gets sucks, that sound. dude. On his belly. It sucks. Horrible instrument. There's no notes. So if we put them together, you know, Bon, bon John Halen. Mm. Why not? we get there? A guy Wait, that can sing and play guitar. Why Bon John Peter Halen and not too. John Bon Halen? Why do we have to mix those two around? I was just, I liked it. Okay. Asked and answered. That's fine. I'm not trying to grill you. I was, I'm just asking. I'm new to this whole naming you super groups. you think it's stupid, Jack? We don't have to do it if you think I don't it's think stupid. it's stupid. I just stopped naming super groups after the guys in Chickenfoot asked me for my input. <laughs> and you were in favor of the name Chickenfoot or against it? I came up with it. But as a joke, and then they were like, oh, that's good. And I was like, no, 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 guys, it's a joke. <laughs> Come on. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. But I don't know. Yeah, another they band named after somebody in the group, uh, Genesis, right? Gen Isis. She was the singer. I was like Peter Frampton, named after famously P. Ter Frampton. <laughs> what did the P stand for? I, I always thought. No, that was his name. His name Peter Fram, ton. Peter Fram's a ton. <sighs> so this is podcast very important. Um, it's worth listening to. Oh, you've downgraded um, your expectations here. Because before so, you were you were suggesting that we punish all our fans who have li- ever listened to another podcast because that was a waste of time. But now you're saying it's a light suggestion. Well, Shane. I'll tell you why. I think we have a really good draw uh, because we heard from one of our listeners uh, the other week. Did we? Um, and he was listening to our podcast. He's a carpenter. Car- carbon. He's a carboner. A wood carbonera. Carboner. And he, while cutting wood, was listening to podcasts, very important, and slipped and cut his finger open lost feeling in it 
has to reconnect nerve damage. This is true, everyone. I want to thank uh, Zach, our listener Zach. Uh, really good effort. Really good work. Congratulations See, on um, your injury, Zach. I was suggesting that he sue us performatively, and then that gets in the news. Podcast so funny, it's dangerous, and then people are like, "What the hell is this? Why are they suing them? They shouldn't be." You know, we get we froth everybody up, we foam them up. And then we settle out of court. And people are like, how, whoa, what did they do? How much money does podcast very important happen? And then it turns out, oh, we're actually friends. And we just said, stop it. And then he was like, okay. Yeah, it'll be like the balloon boy. You know, where it was like, actually, he was, he was in podcast very important the whole time. <laughs> balloon boy, he, he was actually know. an inside man. He's inside. It was an inside job. Is this the boy who floated away? Was that true? No. Oh, it's no. all fake, eh? Yeah. But also, actually, maybe it was true. There's actually was, a very big wormhole on this. Well, what was fake that about it? Into. That he wasn't a boy or that he wasn't in the balloons? He, was he actually wasn't an older in man? the balloon. And the dad made the balloon. And he was like, hey, just act like you're stuck in the balloon and then I'll be famous for having a son that flew away. Uh, but then it turns out that uh, the kid saying that it was all planned was maybe coerced in some way by an interview it's a whole thing and we can't afford to get it into it on this podcast because it's not very important that's the first thing i'm gonna ask god when i get to heaven so what's the deal with this bubble boy what's the deal with balloon boy what's the truth yahweh um if you guys need someone to like inflict harm on themselves and then sue the podcast um it seems strange that you didn't ask me we don't first literally I'm pretty sure literally every guest that comes on here gets physically hurt. Body horror is a staple of this show. I'm changing the tags on iTunes. From psychological comedy to psychological horror. Cool. I'm really glad we're appealing to that demographic that follows the hashtag body horror. That's cool. I bet that's going to be lucrative. like true crime, but they like how funny it is. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. If you listen to S Town and laughed, you're yeah. in. Welcome home. I my I'm I, my sides when I'm watching the Fifth Estate. Hooey. My sides what when I'm I'm estates? reading my uh, stolen autopsy reports. <laughs> when I start grinning. What are the five estates? Fifth Estate TV show. Yeah. First okay. estate, my house. Second yeah. estate, vacation home. Yeah. And you then I think it's like a vitamin uh, situation. You know how it goes like vitamin A, B, C, D, E, K. We don't need the other ones. You know, they skipped a bunch. Yeah, I wonder why that is. I think it's because people can't pronounce some letters. I know the real reason, but I'll never tell. I had a vitamin K deficiency, which made uh, made me bleed from my nose very often, uh, which was embarrassing. I'd be kissing people. They would be kissing me, and suddenly I'd have my nose bleed, and they would act like it was fun for them. But I know for a fact it's not fun. No, we didn't. Mm-hmm. Is this true? Um, this is no, true. we didn't, Jack. That's sad. And then uh, kissed they, they closed. Kiss my cheek, and I knew he did it because there was a blood print right there. Yeah, I yeah, thought you it sent was that cute. to the lab, and you found out it was 
It's Jack Piss. So this? Well, I thought my cheek had been bleeding for ages, but no, it actually turns out it's Jack. Yeah. I would leave flirty notes on napkins by just blowing my nose into it. And like, it's like leaving a lipstick kiss, but it's a bit more personal. My plasma. But I got, I got a wound in my nose closed up with a silver with a Q-tip with silver nitrate on it, which is like a combustible material, I guess. It's the most pain I've ever been in my life. Felt like my brain was melting. And so maybe just it did. cauterize the wound in there? Yeah, it's crazy. It was like going Super Saiyan, but in reverse. It makes you infinitely less powerful in a, in a half second. <gasps> Hami Hami Ka. That's Guys, I'm tired of, of staying uh, silent on this. The reason that we're missing so many vitamin names is that it turns out a bunch of them were derivatives of vitamin B, so they collapsed them into that, and that's why you have vitamin B12 and stuff like uh, that. It's vitamin B again. Nope, it's just <sighs> vitamin B again. So make some new vitamins. Vitamin H? Yeah. Actually, whoops. Guys, I hate to say it, but it was actually vitamin B, like, six. Okay. New vitamins. New vitamins. Vitamin X. What's it do? We're designing vitamins round table. Wait, okay. I I love this oh. idea and we're gonna put that in the pocket. Can you play the sound effect for putting it in the pocket? That's the thing we do in every episode, right? Now, what is the sixth and the ninth on the table of elements without checking? I'm gonna guess. No no the sixty ninth. Not the sixth and the ninth. Not the sixth and ninth. Okay. Sixty ninth is air. Oh. Cause you need it to live. 69 and you and you don't want air can't live without 69 or oh wait actually, the funnier one's like wet or something right something like oh is it horny yeah oh, good yeah. element Do, oh it's horny maybe that's it's good maybe it's just that's way funnier yeah that's funny. 69 it's just horny. fucking good guys fuck yeah i love this okay so okay. now back to new ele- uh, new vitamins can we can you play the sound effect for pulling it out of the pocket <laughs> um Vitamin X, I think what it does is it lets you actually focus on the floaters in your vision instead of having them just dart out of your focus focal point every time you try to look at them. You actually Takes just me get hours to get every a day. good look at them. It creates like a full second clear eyelid underneath. Yeah. You know, like kind of like how alligators have. Or cats. Cats actually have three layers of eyelids. Hmm. You guys are, you're, I know you're saying that because for a while I was, well, I, it was clearly, I was confused about the taxonomy of what a, of a cat. I didn't know what it was, but I know what it is. And I'm certain about this. Cats have three eyelids. You thought your horse was a boy, was your son. Well, for all intents and purposes, my horse to, was a boy. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? You tried to get him uh, to play soccer. He did play soccer. Not well. But he did. And he I thought he would be twice as good as all regular children because he's had twice as many legs, but But they didn't let him use the front ones. No. So they're like, those are his hands or whatever, right? And he kept goofing that up. So they put him he, in as the goalie. Then he got hit in the head too hard with the ball. Yeah. I, well, these are the reports in the local newspaper I was reading at least. He also got a red card for carrying a kid by uh biting his hair, carrying him around. Yeah, he gave three kids brain damage. <laughs> Gifted them Maybe brain damage. Maybe worst soccer player ever. Have you ever heard the expression, ignorance is bliss? Yes. Well, those kids are in a world, in a rosy world now. Oh, bliss. 
They're so filled you would with describe, bliss. You would describe these children that are stuck in a vegetative state because your horse kicked them in the face. You would describe them as ignorant? I would describe them as dumb AF and also happy at AF. And well, that's as much as I wrote in the get well soon cards, I half-heartedly sent to their ICU rooms. How do you half-heartedly, how do you half-heartedly send it? I sort of flicked it, it into the mailbox. <laughs> I didn't really care if it made it in or not. He, he put like a, a half lick on the stamp. So that sort of came yeah, off a little bit. Sort of just sit. I spit on it. <laughs> uh, on the, the sending address, he wrote that kid. Half-heartful spit. Yeah, half heart, full spit. My favorite James Bond porn knockoff. Okay, we can do better than just it lets you see floaties in your eyes. Okay. You know, vitamin X. Ouch, but okay. Vitamin X, we got to let this, this powers you up. Wait, who are we, you know? Who are we pitching this to? Vector cereal? Doctors. Yeah. I think this goes to, this goes to alpha doctors, like ones that are chugging rock stars every day. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Cool. So, vitamin X. You're a doctor. You work hard every day. We have to top the old vitamins, the riboflavin. Uh, other ones. Nobody knows what it does, but it's in vector That's cereal. That's why it's so easy. That's why it's like, okay, so we've had vitamin complexes, right? Where they're like, you put them all together. Like, like a reality TV show, yeah. Okay. This one, how about this vitamin fights all the other vitamins in your body? That's it's cool. the bad boy that we put on in the complex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is our. This is the alpha vitamin. It comes in. It beats the shit out of the other vitamins. Tells them to get out your body. The, yeah, like the red herring that beats up all the other herrings, right? I'm just a little bit concerned that if my vitamin K levels go down again, I'm just going to start bleeding on everyone that kisses me or that I'm kissing. But that hasn't happened in a long time. That's what the I'm kissing, saying. I mean. That's because I've gotten all this vitamin K, which you get from ketamine, I've discovered. So the ketamine wasn't causing the nosebleeds, it was helping them. Falling from being on ketamine for a while was calling the no causing the nosebleeds. Yes, that is true. Oh, dude, I didn't know you did the keto diet like I do. Yeah. You get to chug heavy cream, eat beef and cheese, and do as much vitamin K as you can. Now, I've only done ketamine a couple times, but each time it just made it so I had an infinite capacity for watching movies. I could sit for a 12-hour period of time and just really get into them. I know a guy who was hired to do quality control on a bunch of 35-millimeter projection prints of Tangled, the Disney uh, Rapunzel movie, which means, which means that he had to... Uh, unflinchingly sit through, I think there were about 250 canisters. So he had to unflinchingly sit through 250 uh, viewings of Tangled. And uh, the reason he told me this is because he asked me if I had seen it because it just came to Disney Plus. And I said no. And he said, I've already watched it four. I've already. He says, I've already watched it four or five times on Disney Plus. Can't get enough of that movie. And I was ready to move on. And I said, okay, that's great. And he said, you know, I, I was actually quality control on that movie. So I've actually seen it over uh, 250 times. And then he put his hand on my lap when I felt how sweaty it was through my corduroys. And was it worn down to a stump? <laughs> Wait, his hand? Yeah. No. 
Why would his hand be worn down into a stump? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Well, I feel like when you watch a movie that many times, you're rubbing your brow, you're getting sweaty, all your 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 parts are being you know molded down just into like some sort of potato man. Can you describe to us how you watch movies? I think we're Please, touching Shane, on something this is, important. This is I, very interesting. I press play, and then. I go, oh, God, oh, what's this? And I start, you know, rubbing my forehead. I start sweating. The the title card comes up, and I, I furrow my brow. And I go, oh, God, what's this? They say written and directed by J.J. Abrams. And I go, oh, no. And I just start rubbing all my skin. By the end, I'm much smoother. And that's after one viewing. That's after I see one movie. I can't imagine 250 movies. Yeah, if you were to do that, you'd be like an egg. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, was this guy's hand weird? Yeah. Did this guy look like an egg? No, he looked like a scarecrow, oh, okay. like stuffed full of I don't know, wet newspaper. He was awful, but he wasn't. So he was egg. no egg. An egg would be more approachable than what this thing was. Did he have long hair like the movie, or long... did he learn nothing from watching it? No, he did have long hair, but I don't think it would have mattered. I don't think he was trying to look like Rapunzel, and I don't think he would have been able to. He had long hair like, you know, people who have hair that looks like they just walked through a patch of cobwebs. You really only see it in particular sun. It's thrown on there like angel hair pasta. Mm -hmm. That's right. Maybe I'm being a bit rude. Okay, well, that's neat. Well, we're going to take a break then. It's a season of giving back. That's why Kia is expanding our partnership with St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and making a donation for every eligible new car purchase during the holidays through Kia's Accelerate the Good program. Kia, movement that inspires. Kia will donate $8 for every new Kia vehicle that is purchased or leased at authorized Kia dealerships and delivered to retail customers between November 11th, 2022 and December 31st, 2022 with a guaranteed minimum donation of $1 million to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. See kia.com slash season of giving back for details. Podcast very important. Podcast very important. Podcast very important. Hi, welcome back. It's the only podcast you should be listening to, guys. Now, what'd you guys do during the break? What'd you do during the break? What'd you do? Me? Me? I lit a candle. Mm -hmm. It's really thrown off the white balance of your... uh... Your film there. Your video. I don't think that candle did it, but the next few maybe did. You look hot in here. Yeah, you look like you're on the sun. I'm sweating a lot, and uh, sort of the plastic stuff on my speakers is melting a little bit, but the ambiance is just like nothing else. I, I think it's because it's actually one of those Christmas decorations that has a light bulb on the inside. You're just burning a plastic uh, Christmas decoration. <sighs> <sighs> And then I'm just sort of roasting marshmallows here. Just another beautiful marshmallow. This one's got all sorts of beautiful colors on it. That's a stat. That's a Stadler eraser. The wrapper's still on it. Isn't it weird? It's that- getting hard to breathe in here. Maybe Shane, what do you? What did you do on the break? Well, I was just thinking. Isn't it weird that marshmallow is like marshmallow? And then I'm like, well, what's a mallow? And then I was like, well, what's a mellow? Why did I think it was mellow? Why is marsh involved at all? I think this Holy is another shit. one of those weird Mandela effects. Holy a shit. A Marsh Mandela Dude, for effect. For a second, I was like, you said, what's a mellow? And I was like, like a watermelon? 
that actually happened in my head. You know, like when I sit in the bath? Like, I think for a long time I've assumed that it's almost, like, I know it's marshmallow, but I, I wonder if the meaning to me was like, it's a marshmallow. Huh. It's a marshmallow. These are melons that grow in the marsh. Well, it's a marshmallow. Yeah. I, I, these are the important things we talk about. So yeah, on the, on the break, I uh, sat here emotionless and I waited for it to come back because this... Shane sleeps like an elf. Ah. Eyes wide open, meditates, only needs to do it for two and a half hours per night, can stand on guard. Yeah, I thought about putting on Tangled just to see what this was all about. Uh, it's a trap. But but my fingers were already hurting and I thought, let's not, mm. let's you not start little, this. You watched some Super 8 last night? The film Super 8 or something on Super 8 film stock? You tell me. Mm. Uh, neither. No, I... Uh, uh, movies, too much. I haven't watched one in quite a while. My grip on reality was slipping. Needs to do that when he, he like, otherwise he's going to get a fresh layer of skin every movie. Yeah. It, it's kind of like when I was cooking a lot, I used to be a line cook. Uh, I burnt off a lot of my fingerprints because people were just like, Oh, like just push through it and you'll grow calluses. And I was like, well, I have calluses. I play guitar. And they're like, sure you do. And I was like, I do. And then, uh, I burnt off all my fingerprints and then I kept trying to heal them back. And I remember I had two weeks off where I went to China and I was like, okay, with this two weeks off, maybe I can heal these fingerprints. And I started putting creams on them all the time. And then they came back a little bit, but then I went back to work and they just burned off twice as bad. And the only way I could heal this was to uh, get a job as a bartender and stop cooking at all. And now I have fingerprints. But that's a little bit about me. Uh, what'd you do, Jack? Uh, I, uh, I, well... I don't know. I don't really want to talk about it. It's kind of a secret shame that I keep to myself. So it's not that secret. The camera's on Jack. Let me just, let me, let me just make something up. Uh, I started my application for Harvard actually. Um, got all the paperwork. What program are you going into Jack? General school and studies. Oh, you're, you want to get a under, learning degree. That's really good. You want to go in broad, right? Because there's so many jobs out there. You don't want to. You don't want to like go for astronaut, and then you can't work at McDonald's or something. I just don't know what my strengths are yet. I know what my weaknesses are, but there is no. I, oh God, we could start a whole other podcast for that. Uh, short list of what my strengths are. Honestly, it's so short. I have yet to write anything on it. I'm having a really tough time. That's the only part of my application that's still blank. Is that on the Harvard application? You say, hey, Harvard, I want to go here. Here's my name, birth date, how much money I got. Uh, strengths. We'll get back to you. Weaknesses. Uh, can I attach some extra loose leaf paper I've written on to expand this section? And then I, you sign the bottom? I have a couple lawyer boxes full, to tell you the truth. Yeah, because I never applied to Harvard. They just asked me if I wanted to go, and I still haven't got back to them. To be honest, I was just wearing the Harvard sweater that I got from the lost and found of an Applebee's. Uh, and some guy was like, hey, brother. And I was like, well, you're not my real brother. My real brother died in a grease fire at Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, and he said, no, it's just a figure of speech for people like you and me who go to Harvard. And I said, oh, that's a funny misunderstanding. I actually 
And then he said, well, I can tell you're not actually educated. So here, take this sign-up sheet. Send it into harvard.com. Slash ISIS. Now, uh, this grease fire, was it like food grease from the pizzas? Or was it the, like the grease that they lube up the animatronics with? Uh, I guess it's technically called sebum. It's the grease on adolescent teenagers' face that causes acne. Yeah, I'm on the sebum diet. Um, <laughs> when I see bum, I eat it, you know? <laughs> oh, my man. <laughs> uh, sorry, I, you were talking about your brother's tragic death at the hands of teens' uh, grease. Oh, yeah, what's up with your brother's death? Oh, uh, it's Well, he had a real greasy face. He was going through a rough patch in his adolescence, and uh, they brought uh, prank sparklers out on his pizza as like a instead of a birthday cake it was a birthday pizza now and the pranks, sparklers just, like they don't go out or and that they just burn like unnecessarily bright so bright and so hot uh i think they might have actually been road flares um i don't know our dad was a cop big prankster so it would follow suit oh your dad was he was above the law uh and beneath it if you know what i mean beneath the law is my favorite steven seagal movie yeah, like he was stealing stuff that was free. He was just being a general pest, you know? Well, he's here. You could talk to him if you want. They'd find him in jail after they put him there? And it was like, no way, dude. He said he liked the camaraderie in the cells. I mean, he's here if you guys want to talk to him. He's helping me baby-proof my new one-bedroom. Oh, yeah, get Steven on the line. A lot of Steven Seagal is based on me, so I think that would be interesting to talk to him about it. No, not Steven Seagal, my dad. Oh. Oh. I thought we had a big get, but it turns out we have a huge mm. get. Are you saying Detective Piss is not a big get? I said huge. Oh, okay. You got angry before you got listening. Hey, and dad. that's a problem with our society. Dad, do you want to be on my podcast? He's shaking his head no. That's but a hard no, probably, yeah. It might just be a tick. Come on. Connor and I have had the same problems with our dads. Hey, dad, you want to do it today? Dad. No. Hey, boys. Oh, hey. How's it going, Mr. Piss? Just Detective Piss to you. Thank you. Okay. Detective Piss, how is it going? Let me guess. The skinny one's Connor, and the skinnier one is Shane. Uh, well, there's like a height thing. I might be a perspective thing, because I feel like Connor and I are both equally pudgy. Which one is Jack's boyfriend? I got pudgier than you, Shane. We haven't Did seen you? each other in quarantine. I got pudgier than you. Well, you look good. No, no, you're wrong. Mm. Uh, no. Mm. I, well, we're both um, boy f- uh, f- friends of Jack Piss. We're both male friends of his. Hey, listen, I'm not saying it like I'm mad or something. I just want to know who, which one of you is responsible for making my boy so happy. He kisses and bleeds on me uh, a lot. That's a vitamin K thing. It's not his fault. Don't be so hard on him. It runs in our. It's runs in the piss family. We're heavy bleeders. Uh, uh, you know, it's not even so much the bleeding. It's the like I don't want to be. I don't want him kissing me. Oh, you're just a big crab, aren't you? What do you live in a garbage can? Wow. Now, 
I was th- I was thinking about this the other day because I was watching a documentary on um, the, one of the Kaisers of Germany that had a uh, a disability, and I was confusing him with the son of the Tsar of Russia, who is a hemophiliac. And I was thinking mm. about hemophilia. What a name, right? Am I the only one who's thinking this, you guys? Hemophilia. These people, they don't got hemoglobin, and now they're horny for it. Is this one of the things that falls under the LGBT bracket? LGBTQH. Yeah. The, he, these people. These people love hemo, which is. Hey, what the fuck do you want, Detective Piss? I don't know. My son told me to come over here and talk to you. Maybe talk to you about why I have a southern twang. I thought this was going to be a big get. I thought it was going to be. There was going to be something interesting that you did. Oh. What did you detect? You solve any famous cases? I gave Gary Busey a. Ticket for public urination once. Oh, so you're responsible for his downward spiral. I mean, I caught him probably mid-spiral. I wouldn't <laughs> say I helped, but I don't know. I think I caused it. I mean, he was pissing in public down a slide. Yeah, but you only caught him doing that because you were doing it too. I said, check this out. I bet you can't do you this. Were doing the, you were doing the equivalent of looking over at the other urinal next to you, and then you gave a ticket for that? But, I mean, he, I was pissing down the straight slide. He was pissing down the curly slide, and there was a kid on it. So, and he said, you tell me. he said, look how hard I can piss. Let's race. Push his kid right down. He did. How do you know all this? Is this is my body cam been leaked or something? Uh, no, it, uh, there was a movie about it. They couldn't get Gary Busey, so they took Nick Nolte, and I think he did a good job. Nick Nolte's the one who looks like the back end of a dog? I love his acting. Did you guys not watch Piss Break? It was pretty good. Piss Break is the name of our annual family uh, reunion. Yeah, it was about surfing, which like a lot of people don't think about. They're like, I oh, wasn't in a bank robbery movie or something. And I'm like, yeah, but it's largely about surfing on a giant wave of piss. Sounds like the sounds like the rapture to me. Uh, listen, it's been fun talking to you boys. Good. Uh, it hasn't. I don't like you. On NPR, uh, I'd okay. love. All right. Please plug Soylent or get the music going or, on here or something. Squarespace for me. Uh, okay, good. I gotta go. Shoot. I gotta go. Put foam on Jack. the corners of all the. Jack. Dad. Oh. Jack. <laughs> hey, I'm back. Sorry. That's... Don't do that again, Jack. I did not like that man. I thought he was came fine. in here with an attitude. I called him Sir, or maybe Mister. I was quite formal, mm. and that wasn't formal enough for him. I think well, it's kind of weird uh, that he hasn't seen Point Break, that none of my references landed, because he's like an old cop. You'd think he'd love that movie, but yeah, he I mean, mostly... I've never seen it either, Shane. Uh, yeah, but you don't watch movies; it's forgettable. My dad's freaked out by TV. He's like one of the he's old, too old school for it. He'll be like, "Get these people out of here!" Uh, I didn't invite them over. Had, who did? Yeah. One time I put Cleopatra on, and he thought Elizabeth Hurley was in the house, and he almost fucking fainted, so no more yeah, of that. Yeah, I remember I was at your house, we were watching Friends, and he's like, why are all these people over? I didn't hear him knock. That's right. These little people, <laughs> oh, they're trapped. Poor dad. Um, yeah, look at all these tiny he- people. Did they come in through the cat door? What? They, they didn't ring the bell? In Stuart Little, did the woman give birth to the mouse? Yeah. They adopted the mouse. Well, some woman gave birth to it. 
Well, there's an orphanage scene at the beginning where they look at all the, the children and they think, this is a big time commitment. Mice only live for a couple of years. Let's get that one with the shirt on. Is that what they say? Uh, it's implied. How is it implied? Like they're looking at a book of rat physiology and it shows the length of uh, their life? Well, <laughs> it's, it's implied where uh, they're, they're standing and they're looking at all the children. And the dad's like... <sighs> 18 years i don't know about all this and uh and then they see a little mouse and then he goes give me a second and it does a shot from his perspective on his iphone where he he looks up uh rat life expectancy oh and then it it cuts back and his eyes go real big when he sees it's like two years and he goes ask the moneymaker and he's happy about it and he has a huge smile would you guys watch Stuart Little if Stuart was a slug instead of a mouse? I'd watch it if it was Stuart Big. and He was still a rat, but he was human-sized. I would watch it if it was just a child pretending to be a Stuart rat. Stuart Big. Stuart Big. I was, but sorry, you were saying a slug version, so a, a wetter Stuart Little. And the thing is, the CGI at that time, it couldn't process wet. But now I think we're at a place where we could... Stuart Squiggle? Slimer Little. Stuart Sludge. So he's a slug? Mm-hmm. What's Name something cuter. Uh, a regular child. Wrong. Wrong. I don't know if a slug is, is, is going to be the, the thing that's going to get people. I mean, they did, they did this snail with Turbo, so maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like, thinking of how CGI has come along, do you guys ever watch those early Pixar shorts, like, pre-Toy Story? Where you realize the reason all their stuff is about inanimate objects being animate is that they can't do people. There's a baby in that, and it is rough. It's uh, got a horrible diaper on. It's eating things. It's, mm. it's a horror film, really. Tin Soldier, I think it's called. Toy Soldier. To be honest with you, I'm unsettled by that early internet gif of the baby dancing. It it gives me the same kind of creepy feeling that liminal spaces give me. You know, that I'm looking into some dimension that is just in, inhospitable. I mean, it it, uh, it, okay. uh, it unsettles me that. as well, but in the way that, Stop, like, guys. I get excited. Stop. I'm like, oh, I'm not settled anymore. I need to go dance. I need to go work like this baby. Stop. In this case, the people behind it, it's me. That was me. You were the baby in the gif? People keep saying it was CGI. I'm not CGI. You said it's, it's CG guy, like a cool, good guy. I had a, a disease where my skin was very straight. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you, were, you were a premature baby and all your polygons didn't render in the womb. Right, yeah. and nobody talks about, holy shit, that baby dances so well. They go, that's pretty good for CGI at the time. You had polygonal encephaly, otherwise called DK mode. Uh, Connor, you've never mentioned this to me, and I talk about that gif a lot. I put it on. You'll be like, hey, do you want to watch a movie? And I'll be like, I got something for you. And I put on my 90-minute uh, cut of the baby dancing, and you go, oh, I've never seen this. Because sometimes it's like too hard just to grapple with it, you know? Like the fame that came with that at the time was insane. I was everywhere.
You're on Ally McBeal. I, I was on I was on every web page at the time. Everybody's MySpace profile. I was there. And and that was before copy and pasting existed. So you were there in real time, right? I had to do it myself. It's not CGI. How many times do I have to say it? And that's the thing is, you know, I don't say anything to you, Shane, because I'm not really there. Every time you turn it on, I have to run out of the room and get in front of the TV, jump back in front of the TV dressed in my diaper again. Now that you mention it, yeah, the second I put it on, I'm so entranced that I've never looked over to see if you were still there. What your reaction was. I go, oh, what's this? And I start dancing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then we dance together in the basement. <laughs> so you heard it here first, folks. That's number three. Uh, oh, we're burning It's through. true. I was the dancing 3D baby. I can't wait to buy that as a non-fungible token. That'll be worth something someday. A what? An NFT. A non-fungible token. A non-fungible token. So you can't... Oh, good grief. It, it's, it's not what you said? It's like money made what, out of pictures. That is what I said. It's just I didn't think I'd have to explain it because I don't know if I can. Okay, well then don't, Jack. Then don't. You heard, I haven't even gotten into Harvard yet, and you're waiting for, you're talking to me like I'm Professor Emeril, Emeritus, I mean. I just don't understand why you would go to Harvard. Because you know that I'm from the rival school. Uh, I don't know if DeVry is a rival school. It's pretty close. They fight. I mean, I... What's the mascot of DeVry? The telephone? I think it's the paperclip from Microsoft. The couch that you guys get off of? We have a lot. We have a lot of mascots and they do go and fight. And we go and we hit them. We go into Harvard and we beat people up and they go, who are you? Who are you? And we say, DeVry says hi. You beat up the Harvard mascot, the dork. The Harvard dork, the prestigious Harvard dork. Yeah. I actually applied to be the mask in the mascot suit, which is obviously just a huge dork cartoon version of a dork. So, you know, wearing like a metal shirt, glasses, probably blue jeans, big foam head, coughing into his elbow right now. Shut up, Mike. Shut up. Uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to go into the very important vault, and we'll be right back with more podcast very important. Podcast very important. Podcast very important. It's a season of giving back. That's why Kia is expanding our partnership with St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and making a donation for every eligible new car purchase during the holidays through Kia's Accelerate the Good program. Kia, movement that inspires. Kia will donate $8 for every new Kia vehicle that is purchased or leased at authorized Kia dealerships and delivered to retail customers between November 11th, 2022 and December 31st, 2022. With a guaranteed minimum donation of $1 million to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. See kia.com slash season of giving back for details. You ever get down to the last two pieces of cereal and think... Why do I have to choose which one goes first? 
They both probably want to go in my mouth. They both probably are missing their friends that are already in my tummy. When I was on the basketball field and my friend was on the team, he picked other people and not me, and I was one of the last people picked. And it made me sad. Sometimes, sometimes I wonder if the Cheerios are sad that they'll get picked last. I don't want to be mean to the Cheerios. I like them all the same. Even the ones that are oblong and not quite O's. Mom said that God made all the Cheerios equal. Even if the honey nut ones are a bit weird. So I looked down at my two Cheerios. Floating in what must be to them an endless sea of milk. Stained with the flavor of wheat of their comrades. It'd be like you in a swimming pool full of uh, your friends and family's blood when you think about it. Sitting in this milk, floating, with memories of their friends all around them. I wonder what it would be like to be one of those Cheerios. And sometimes I wonder, why God? Why have you put this on my shoulders? I'm just a baby boy. I'm just a punk trying to eat Cheerios. And now I have to choose which one goes first. And now I have to be the judge. I like them both. I like both Cheerios. Well, I guess maybe one of the best things I can do is maybe get both at the same time so they're not lonely. I bet they will like that. All right, friends, here you go. Down the spoon comes and up you go into my mouth. Together. Podcast very important. Now, what'd you guys do during the break? Hey, sorry, Jack actually passed out. I tried to give him CPR, it didn't work, so he's taking a little nap for a bit. It's me, no. Detective Piss again. He's he's having no. a medically induced nap. Yeah, I put no. I intubated him just in case, you know. Okay, Detective Piss, hey. you got to give us our number two, our number two most important thing, please. Okay. What 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 do you got? Give us something important. Uh, it's probably that trick where someone takes a pencil and pretends to shove it in their ear. I don't know how the fuck they do that, but that throws me for a loop every time. I scream like a banshee, makes me jump out of my skin. To quote Danny Elfman, because you think they're committing suicide. 
I think they're about to put a freaking HB3 right into their cerebral cortex and short fire the fucking thing. And you're like, I'm I'm go- I'll go say, to jail for this. Oh, They'll blame me for this. Yeah. You ever you ever been a cop on a murder site when other cops show up? They just give you a high five. Like, it's all, everyone knows what happened. And I, this time I said, no, it actually wasn't me this time. So, Detective Piss, this scares you every time? It fools you every time? Every fucking time i have well how much does this come up i don't know i guess it got out of the station that it freaks me out so people do it all the time i was sitting down in front of chief the other day and he he said boy you know i got some i think i got something stuck in my ear and he took out a fresh hb3 pencil put it right up to non-regulation a number three yeah, I guess his son is like a artist or whatever. He makes stuff on NC, so he probably just stole some pencils from his son. Like the heavy ones for shading. I don't know. I don't do that stuff. I got no left brain. Anyways, he starts putting this thing in his ear. I dive clear over the desk, and I slap it out of his wrist, and I said, you're not going to die on me today, a chef. I called him chef by accident. So embarrassing. Now, wait, so you've got you've got two right brains? Kind of like how you have two right hands, I noticed. You gave us a thumbs up earlier, and it was a little unsettling. It's less that I have two of something and more that I have. I'm missing my left brain. I only have my right brain. Uh, my left so brain you has must been be quite creative then. Uh, excessively creative, so much so that people call me what's, what's actually called a pathological liar. <laughs> All right. And do you understand numbers? Uh. Yes, and now see that was a pathological lie. <laughs> Great. Okay, so you're you may just be the worst detective we could possibly have. Yeah, I don't think so. Not according to my. Well, well how CV. many how many uh, murders are solved with math? Uh, none that. Well, I've solved three, maybe four, and none of those were with math. So we can safely say that it's not three. Or whatever the other number I said was. I guess it's not so much math. It's more that <laughs> when, like, this one doctor, she had had a stroke, and while she was having the stroke, she could feel a lot of the sides of her brain, the parts of her brain that take care of uh, logical reasoning shutting down. And her ability mm. to understand numbers, like she knew she had to get to the phone, but she couldn't remember what each of the numbers meant and what, she needed to dial for 911 to get out of there. That, that's more what I mean is, is mm. like if you're detecting people, you know, you got to say, what's his face through the gun out the window. And so it fell out there. Like, it seems like oh. you even have trouble just understanding that, you know, a foot makes a footprint. Uh, you're saying maybe he threw the gun out the window and that's, I'm not, no, that's not what I'm saying. Like the, the, this is a problem. Maybe the gun so, I mean, fell like, on someone. Look, so if I watch this, Shane, so if I show him this shiny ring, if I show him this shiny ring, see, he's following it. Can you hear me right now, detective? Yeah, so it's like a magpie or something. So I think like, oh, where'd you go? I just saw static for a second. Okay, so he doesn't even have object permanence. I had a stroke once and I found myself forgetting all the members of the A&W Burger family. All I can remember is teen now. Oh, wait, okay, yeah. So, actually, let's expound upon that. The A&W Burger family, we remember that teen is one of them. Yeah, which is short for teenager. I know that much. Okay. Good work, detective. 
I can't tell if you're being sarcastic because I only have half a brain. Yeah, I'm being sarcastic, you moron. <laughs> okay. I'll take that All as a right. compliment. Now, okay, so we've got teen. Which is short for teenager. Do I have which to say Which is short again, for really? teenager? No. Uh, we've got Papa, which is short for Oh, that's the one Papager. I was forgetting. That's one of the ones I was forgetting. Grand teen? Papa is actually short for Papa Dum, which is an Indian uh, dry bread that you can get from Indian restaurants if you order it. Uh. <laughs> is that the only way to get it? <laughs> and it's on could, the menu. I suppose you could steal it too, but it better not do it on my watch because I'll kill you. <laughs> and, then I'll, and then I'll solve my own murder case. I'll say, yep. It was me. And you killed him because you killed him because they stole somebody else's papadom? Or mine, if I had some. I'd kill you twice as fast. If now, you how many Indian restaurants are you still allowed at? I work actively security at about 46 Indian restaurants. <laughs> In Toronto alone. At GTA, mostly Brampton. And so these. Do they need security? That's not even like, you're not even at each, it's not even like a rotating once per week. Like you're at a different place every day of the month. That's right. It's a tough job, but somebody's got to do it. That's why Chief has me on it, on this special duty. Now, oh, oh, this might explain something. Okay, when, what exactly are your duties when you're at the Indian restaurant? What do you... What do you need to do? What does Chief send you out to do? Uh, he's pretty not specific about it. He says, just stay out of my way. And I got creative with his directions. So I guess I'll, I'll, like, I'll stand inside of uh, La Hortica. And if I see people coming, I'll sort of rush up at the last minute and press the handicap button on the door and open it for them. <laughs> so the, give me a nod and I'll, I'll know that I did a good job. So the Chief will say, go out to La Hortica. We need some lassies. And you're like, they, they sell dogs there now. And he says, no, it's like a fancy yop. And you, and you say, yop, like that thick milk drink? Yeah, tahini. You're close enough. I know what yop is. They sell it for $1 at No Frills. It's a nutritional staple in the piss household. But no, I wish that, I wish that my conversations with Chief were so friendly. It's usually something more like, piss, get the fuck out of here. Or else I'm gonna tear my tear my own head off, and I say, okay, you want me to go? You want me to go protect the Indian food? The Indian food? And he says, I don't give a shit where you want where you're gonna go. And I said, you got it, Chief. I'll do all forty six. Is this because of the police union that you uh, you're still employed? It's because of the free non dude. <laughs> All right, you heard it here. That's number one. Never steal a man's, what was it? Papadum. A dry... A papadum. Flatbread. All right, everybody. That's podcast very important for this week. Our top 10 number one most important things that you need to know. Number 10, just remember the power of Bon Jovi. You go to any party and you play that, you'll be fine. Uh... Number nine, TV, PVI, most dangerous podcast on the net. 
we had an injury. Somebody laughed too hard. Uh, be careful out there, guys. But also, if you do hurt yourself, send it in. No, don't actually. Never mind. Uh, number eight, we're making new vitamins. Vitamin X is the best vitamin because it v- fights all the other vitamins out of your body. Uh, number seven, Jack and I are both. On the keto diet, uh, it consists of eat whatever you want and watch Tangled continuously well on ketamine. Uh, If you want to watch movies like Shane watches movies, uh, you want to rub your forehead, furrow your brow, push your cheeks up, rub your skin, and then by the end of it, you'll be much smoother and hairless. Uh, Number five, marshmallows. That's it. Number four, instead of Stuart Little, what about Stuart Big? Uh, Number three, Connor uh, is the dancing 3D baby. I am. I didn't. uh, It wasn't a 3D baby. It was me. I just had straight skin. Number two, uh, the pencil trick will scare the shit out of Jack's father, who is a detective and a very poor one at that. Uh, And number one, most important thing, never steal a man's papadon. Uh, Jack Piss. Oh, he's coming too. Hold on. It was nice meeting you, boys. Goodbye. Hey, guys. Sorry. I hope my dad didn't bother you too much. He's the I guy who sounds just like again, me, man. but with a bit of a I was southern. like, don't bring him back on. I passed out. I choked on a craisin. I don't like that, man. Okay. Uh, Jack Piss, thank you. Hey, Shane Cooley, anytime. thank you. Thank you. Connor Doyle, who's me, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, listener. Uh, podcast, very important. The only podcast you should be listening to. Podcast, 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 very podcast, very important. Stella Rosa Wines wants to make your holidays a little bit merrier with an extra $500 in your wallet. Go to StellaRosa.com slash wish for your chance to win. Please celebrate responsibly. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Filmed shortly after Y2K erased most child labor laws in Canada, Ding Dong High is known as the action park of kids' television shows. Infamous for accidents and deaths both on and off set, Ding Dong High left many damaged child stars in its wake, two of which are hosting a brand new podcast, Ding Dong Watch Along. Learn the true story of Ding Dong High. Subscribe to Ding Dong Watch Along now.